Welcome to the Nonprofit Optimizer, a podcast that empowers small nonprofits with practical tips, resources, and examples so that they can do more with less, or what you already have. Liz Hickson, and today I want to explore the topic of thank you letters. Now, why are thank you letters important? Penelope Burke says that a simple thank you letter has the power to assure a donor that he has done the right thing or sow the first seed of doubt. So today we're going to explore a few different things. First of all, we're going to talk about developing a system for processing your thank you letters. Second, we'll talk about the content and the design of your thank you letters. Third, we're going to go over some examples, both good and bad. And then finally, some additional tips for you to ponder. So let's jump in. First of all, developing a system for processing. One of the key pieces of your process for donations and thank you letters that I believe is oftentimes overlooked is your timing. What is the procedure within your organization for getting a thank you letter out to the donor? What time frame do you have to work with? Are you sending thank you letters out as soon as you receive the donation or are you behind and not thanking donors until four weeks after you've received their generous donation. Penelope Burke says that 44% of study donors said that prompt gift acknowledgement influences their decision regarding future support. So it makes a difference if a donor gets a prompt thank you letter say five days after they gave, that says something. If a donor gets a thank you letter a month and a half after they send in a donation, that says something too. So I would really suggest assessing what your nonprofit is capable of doing. Ideally, you're going to get that thank you letter in the mail within 48 hours. Now, I understand this is not always possible, but I think it is really important to assess what your procedure is regarding how fast you generate your thank you letters. The second thing you need to think about when it comes to processing donations and thank you letters is is organizing your thank you letters. How are they stored? Are you just writing a thank you letter from scratch every time you get a donation? Do you have a template? Do you generate thank you letters through your database software? Or is it just Word documents on your shared drive? These are things you need to think about. I personally generate thank you letters through Bloomerang, our database software. But if you don't have the option to do this, then think through a streamlined system so that your thank you letters are organized, you know where to find them, you have specific templates based on the intention of the gift. You just need to think through and make sure you have an organized process in essence. And then finally, it's really important to institute some checks and balances. You need to share the responsibilities. At my first job as a development associate, I generated the thank you letters after I entered the donations, but then I handed off those thank you letters to my development director as well as the executive director who both signed the letters. And this was really helpful because there were more eyes on that thank you letter. There was checks and balances there in case a name was spelled incorrectly, an amount got typed in wrong, maybe we didn't generate the correct thank you letter based on their wishes as to where the money would go or to what program they would support. So I would suggest having a few different people, if at all possible, involved in the donation processing and thank you letter generating 
process. Then, once you figure it out, write it down. Make this an actual policy on how you handle donations and thank you letters, and then distribute that to everybody who's involved in the organization in making this process work. So first, let's talk about wording. A few different tips. First of all, you want to use the you audit. If you're not familiar with Tom Ahern, you can look him up. But in essence, you need to be talking about your donor twice as much as you're talking about your organization. You need to talk about and show what your donor has made possible, not all the great things you have done as an organization. So use the word you. And make the thank you letter short. Honestly, donors are not going to read a two-page thank you letter. They kind of scan it and they look at the PS at the bottom. So I would consider making it short in length, just a couple of short paragraphs that each have a few sentences each, and then also consider putting a PS down at the bottom because statistically donors look at the PS at the bottom of the letter. Second, personalization. Penelope Burke did a survey and she wanted to find out what donors feel makes their thank you letter superior. So 51% of donor donors felt that the personalization in the thank you letter made the thank you letter superior and 30% said that the organization acknowledging how the gift will be used made them feel as though the thank you letter was superior. So think about those things. How can you personalize it? Adding their name, maybe how long they've been a supporter of the organization. Specifically talk about the program that they have specified their funds to go towards. And talk about how their gift will be used. These are the ways that we can make our thank you letters meaningful and impactful when donors are reading them. My third suggestion when it comes to content and design would be a story. Talk about a story, whether it be a client that your organization serves, a volunteer who gives their time and why your cause is important to them. You need to identify a story and you need to tell a story. Statistics have so much more power if you tell the story of the one. If you just say that you've served 5,000 children this year. That doesn't really provide a whole lot of context unless they're able to imagine those 5,000 children. So if you tell them the story of how their donation has impacted that one child, then it brings so much more depth and meaning to the statistic that 5,000 children have been served. So my fourth suggestion, and it kind of goes in conjunction when you're telling a story, I would suggest you include a picture. This is such an easy and meaningful way to thank your donors. Include a picture of the individual or the group whose story you are telling in your thank you letter. At the nonprofit that I work at, we developed a thank you letter for our annual campaign and we told the story of one of the students, one of the children that we serve. And in that thank you letter, we included a picture, you know, that we ordered from Walgreens of this student and of him holding a sign that he had written, thank you. And we heard that one of our donors, who was a very committed donor and volunteer with our program, she had given, we had sent her a thank you letter with that picture, and evidently she had kept it because her daughter, executive director and founder of a nonprofit in a different state, saw the letter, and she thought it was so meaningful and impactful, and so she took the thank you letter and the picture, and she sent it back to her development director because she found it to be so um, so meaningful. And so I would suggest telling a story and including a picture. And then finally, you want to think about evoking 
emotion. Penelope Burke says that more than 80% of thank you letters start with, thank you for your generous gift of, or she says, the first cousin, which is on behalf of the board of directors, thank you for your generous gift. I would suggest thinking outside the box and evoking emotion. So here's generic, non-emotional thank you. On behalf of XYZ organization, I would like to thank you for the donation made in memory of Ms. Smith. Funds will help to enhance health services in our community. In close, please find a list of the names and addresses of those who sent donations in memory of Ms. Smith. Each of the donors has been individually thanked for their gift. Sincerely. This is an example that Penelope Burt gives in her book, Donor-Centered Fundraising. But if you want to evoke some emotion and put some real thought into it, this is an alternative suggestion. At a time when you were remembering someone very dear to you, you also thought of others now living with terminal illness and extended your hand of support to them on their behalf and from us. Thank you. Do you hear the difference? I think it's such an important thing to consider. Try to evoke emotion rather than just the facts in your thank you letters because you're making an impression. All right, so let's move on to the next section. Examples, the bad and the good. Let's start out with a poor example in my opinion that I got from just searching thank you letters online and I'm gonna remove the name of the nonprofit just for anonymity's sake. On behalf of XYZ organization, I would like to thank you for your recent gift of $100 you gave in memory of Miss Sample. Thank you for your kindness and thoughtfulness. It is much appreciated and valued. The generous gift will enable us to continue expanding the programs delivered by XYZ organization. Our vision is a world in which every child attains the right to survival, protection, development, and participation. We work tirelessly to deliver a wide range of health, education, and protection programs to achieve immediate and lasting change to children's lives. XYZ organization aims to create a world in which every child has a safe, healthy, and happy childhood. This thoughtful gift will help us to achieve more and help some of the world's most vulnerable and disadvantaged children. If you have any further questions regarding our work, please don't hesitate to contact us or visit our website for more information. Once again, on behalf of XYZ organization, thank you for this generous and thoughtful gift. Yours sincerely. All right, there's many things, in my opinion, wrong with this thank you letter. But first of all, they don't talk about the donor. They don't talk about what the individual who has generously given their money has made possible. Instead, they talk about how great their organization is. It also doesn't really evoke emotion. It doesn't tell a story. It gives boring facts. So that is just an example so you can kind of think through and, and see those things that I've talked about in in action in an actual thank you letter. So now I have two examples of a thank you letter that I feel like is touching. I think it evokes emotion. It talks about the donor. It's personalized. So this first example is from Pamela Groves blog. It says, dear first name, thanks to you, Felicia is busy planning her future. This year she'll be graduating from St. Joseph's University, the first in her family to graduate college. She's applied to nine medical schools with plans on becoming a pediatrician. In 2001, when Felicia began the XYZ program, thoughts of becoming a doctor had never entered her head. Her parents had arrived in the United States from Jamaica. They've supported me in everything I've ever wanted to do, she says, but they've never been to college. Your gift of $100 has helped to buy the books, pay the teacher's stipends, and grow your summer programming so that kids like Felicia have a chance. 
We look forward to sharing the program's success with you in our quarterly newsletter. In the meantime, if you would like to schedule a visit to see firsthand the difference your gift is making, please contact so-and-so at this number. Our sincere thanks for your support throughout the years. Warmly, and then signed by the president or executive director. So here you have a story and how meaningful would it be if when you open the letter out drops a picture of Felicia. It tells you where the money is going and how the funds will be used. The thank you letter tells the donor when the organization is going to follow up on the program and on the success that they've had. It's, it's a fantastic example of a thank you letter. And the next thank you letter that I would like to read to you comes from Penelope Burke's book, Donor-Centered Fundraising. Dear Ms. Hamilton, we needed you and you were there. We are so grateful for your donation, which has been allocated to our new literacy program for street youth. A report on the growth and impact of this program would be sent to you in January. But if you want to speak with us any time before then, please contact our development director at thank you for your generosity and your confidence in our work. Sincerely, and then signed by a member of the board of directors. So this thank you letter, it is short, it is sincere, it evokes emotion. We needed you and you were there. It talks about the donor rather than how great the organization is. So those are just a few examples, both good and bad. If you are looking for more tips, I'm gonna run through a list of 20 things. These are 20 tips that Penelope Burke states based on her research that makes your thank you letter superior. So I'm gonna quickly go through them, but you can check the link out in the show notes to see the full blog. First, the letter's a real letter, not a pre-printed letter. It's personally addressed. It has a personal salutation, no dear donor or dear friend. It's personally signed. It is personally signed by someone from the highest ranks of the organization. It makes specific reference to the intended use of funds. It indicates approximately when the donor will receive an update on the program being funded. It includes the name and phone number of a staff person whom the donor can contact at any time or an invitation to contact the writer directly. It does not ask for another gift. It does not ask the donor to do anything like complete an enclosed survey. It acknowledges the donor's past giving where applicable. It contains no spelling or grammatical errors. It has an overall can-do positive tone. It communicates the excitement, gratitude, and inner warmth of the writer, talking about that emotion that we spoke about earlier. It grabs the reader's attention in the opening sentence. It speaks directly to the donor. It does not continue to sell. This goes back to talking about the donor rather than how great the organization is. It is concise, no more than two short paragraphs long. It is received by the donor promptly and then finally, in some circumstances, the letter is handwritten. Again, I know those were a lot of tips that I just threw at, at you, but you can read Penelope Burke's blog post about donor-centered thank you letters um, by clicking on the link below in the show notes. So I hope that this was helpful as you think through a process for generating your thank you letters, and crafting meaningful thank you letters that will help keep your donors around. May I suggest that you subscribe to the podcast on the listening platform you are on so that every time a podcast is released, it shows up on your phone. You can share tips, ask questions, offer topic suggestions, or I'd love 
to take a look at your thank you letter and see what you are doing um, that is meaningful that we can share with the rest of the listeners. You can reach out to me on Twitter at the NP Optimizer or email at feedback at the nonprofitoptimizer.com. You can also find me at the nonprofitoptimizer.com. Until next time, continue pursuing excellence as you work to fulfill your nonprofit's mission. Mm-hmm.